Welcome back to another episode of Q-Tips. It is the most sexually charged movie podcast in the world. Paul and Renee, how are you guys doing? Uh, 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 feeling a bit awkward now there, Zach. Thanks. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to say it out loud. Anyways, uh, this is a special This is a special feature from the Video Storage Junkies podcast where we recommend you about half a dozen movies every single week to put in your queue and to enjoy over the weekend. So for the weekend of July 9th, 2021 let's get started and i'm actually going to kick us off this week because so we release these episodes for the weekend we release them on wednesdays but we we record them on uh monday so we're actually recording this on the fifth right now and so i actually just learned about an hour before we started recording this that one of the true titans of 20th century filmmaking has unfortunately left us uh, Richard Donner has passed away at the age of 91. Now, if you don't know his name, you absolutely know his work. Donner, he worked, he was directing, he worked in film and television for decades and decades. He directed Superman, Lethal Weapon, uh, Maverick, The Goonies, Lady Hawk, The Omen. Before that, he directed dozens and dozens and dozens of various TV shows such as Gilligan's Island. Uh, he directed uh, episodes of The Man from Uncle and also The Twilight Zone. I mean, this guy had an amazing career. His last movie was in 2006, and then he retired. I actually, it's kind of funny because, you know, I grew up watching his movies. I did not realize how old he was until one day I was watching an episode of The Twilight Zone and I saw his name. And I was like, surely that's like maybe Richard Donner's dad? Because, you know, I knew him as a director in the 80s, and he was directing all these fast-paced action films like Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2, and, of course, Lethal Weapon 3 and 4. Um, anyways, uh, but no, he, he was actually pretty old. He was almost 50 when he directed Superman, but uh, he luckily lived to the ripe old age of 91. So, anyways, my recommendation here is that you go back and enjoy some of his greatest hits. And I'm going to kind of cheat and recommend a couple of things here. On HBO Max right now, you can check out two of arguably his greatest movies. First one being Superman from 1978. I had not watched this film since I was a kid uh, until a couple months ago. I went back and revisited all of them. And this film, I think, still holds up as one of the greatest superhero films ever made. It's one of those movies that was lauded when it came out. And obviously, a lot of people have very fond memories of it. It was before my time, so I'm kind of watching it. Uh, not as someone who had like fun childhood memories, so I can kind of stand for the fact that it's it's not just a product of people's like childhood memories. It is a truly great film. Uh, incidentally, uh, Ned Beatty is in it. He also passed away a couple weeks ago, unfortunately. Uh, love his work. Love his role in this movie. So yeah, watch Superman. It's a great movie. It will uh, make you believe that people can fly just like it did back in 1978. And then also, I would recommend going and watching one of my favorite fun movies. This is actually the way I found out uh, that Richard Donner had passed was I follow Sean Astin uh, on uh, on Twitter and he posted a very heartfelt message. Obviously, Sean Astin, who was, I believe, like 12 or 13 when he starred in 1985's The Goonies, one of Paul's favorite films of all time. I know he's going to be watching it tonight. <laughs> That is also on HBO Max. It's a it's a great it's a great fun film. I think it still holds up. Uh, you know, I actually haven't watched it in a couple of years now. I'm probably going to go back and watch that one first. But yeah, so I'd say Superman and the Goonies are two of kind of the the, the best uh, in uh, best indicative of kind of his his years at the height of his talents. 
And then I also recommend going back. Like I mentioned, he actually directed a couple episodes of The Twilight Zone, including uh, one of the most famous episodes ever. In fact, it's so famous that it's been, I believe, remade pretty much every single time they try to reboot The Twilight Zone. And that is Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Uh, that is the one that stars uh, young Bill Shatner. I, I believe that was actually before he was on Star Trek. And uh, he's in a plane and there's something on the wing. Or is there? Or is it just his imagination? Uh, you'll have to watch it to find out. Uh, the Twilight Zone is currently playing on Hulu and Paramount+. Plus, So you can find that episode. And I think he directed five or six episodes in total. So you can go watch them all. So anyways, that's kind of my long-winded recommendation. Uh, my long-winded first recommendation I grew up with Richard Donner's films. Uh, many of them have a very special place in my heart. So uh, I was kind of sad to hear that he's left us. Kind of kind of nice to know that he lived to a ripe old age, though. So I think it's great to go back and kind of remember his work and celebrate it and watch all of the classics that he left us with. <laughs> so uh, hopefully I didn't steal anyone's, th anyone's thunder with that. But uh, I'll pass it over to Renee. And uh, <laughs> Renee, what's your first pick for, uh, for this weekend? Man, that's... Uh... That's very sad, um, but you're right. Luckily, he had a long, a long life, and I'm going to hit you with a little Richard Donner next week. Uh, so you did not nice. steal anything from me, but okay. yeah. So I'm excited about this. Um, anyway, so I'm going to lighten the mood greatly <clears throat> because it's Shark Week, and there's a hurricane coming to Florida, and <laughs> this is really the only time oh, that boy. I'm going to be able to do this. So I'm doing it. And this is a comedy sci-fi disaster film that was released in 2013, and it is Sharknado. It is starring Ian Ziering, who has rightfully reclaimed his place in pop culture uh, history, and Tara Reid and John Hurd. And it is available on Amazon Prime and Hoopla. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty simple premise. There is a tornado, and there are sharks, and... Uh, yeah, it's what happens when sharks meet tornadoes. And it's really ridiculous. And yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's funny. And I don't want to say you to get you got to get past the first one, because like, you know, there's a whole series, I think there's five of them. Um, they do get, you know, it is a, you know, a comedy, but they focus a lot more on the comedy. Um, as the series progresses. So it's kind of, you know, a lot of it is unintentional. Um, well, not wholly unintentional. You get you get the gist. Anyway, very simple, uh, very ridiculous. But it's Shark Week, and there's a hurricane coming, and ice shark. No, snow sharks. Um, no, ice sharks. I'm sorry, ice sharks is not available for streaming. What I would have recommended. I know it was on Amazon. What was it? Amazon Prime recently? Yeah. It's it's not on right now because the hurricane's name is Elsa, and I thought that was an amazing mashup as well. And I apologize, I can't do it. But hang in there because ice sharks might be coming to, <laughs> to a streaming service near you. Hey, Paul, what do you have? <laughs> Why? Well, first, I do want to say I, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna say anything bad about Goonies in in respect for Richard Donner. So, um, so I do want to say say you know that that it was sad news. But and then when Zach you recommended Superman and the Goonies, I was like that actually would be like a really cool mashup. I could kind of go for that if they did it. Superman in the Goonies movie, but uh, mine are neither here nor there. Nor well, really technically, I mean, Superman was in uh, in the Goonies, wasn't he? It wasn't the uh, wasn't that uh, what's his name's? Oh, that's or, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, actual. So anyway, never mind. 
<laughs> that's neither here nor there, and related to, related to uh, mine. Mine has has nothing to do with Richard Donner. Has nothing to do with uh, um, sharks. No, mine <laughs> is is 1967's Vi V I Y. It is a Russian horror film. Uh, it's currently playing on AMC Plus and Tubi. It's actually been remade a couple times, I think. Um, and there's actually a it, it's actually based on the same story. It could it's not really a remake, but it, it's based on the same story, the same uh, by Nikolai Gogol that Mario Bava's Black Sunday was based on. But it's it's quite a bit different. So we have 19th century Russia. We have Koma, who's a young priest, gets attacked by a, a witch in the countryside, and he defends himself and beats her near to death. And then she, as she's dying, she kind of changes into a beautiful young woman who's dying. Uh, he gets back to the, uh, the, I don't know if it's the, the uh, well, he gets back to basically the church. And they're like, oh, we've had a request. There was a young woman who was killed from one of the nearby towns, and her dying words was that she wanted you to come pray over her corpse. She's like, what? He gets there, and gee, guess who the corpse is? Yep, it it looks a lot like the witch that he beat to death. And he has to, he's been tasked with praying over her body in this old church for three nights. And let's just say... Yeah, it's it's it it's it's a bad time for him. Um, it is incredibly cool movie, creepy as hell. Um, really neat creature effects and and special effects, especially for 1967. Um, it is well worth seeking out. Again, it's it's Vi V I Y from 1967, AMC Plus, Tubi. Um, yeah, and uh, definitely check it out. Um, so uh, Zach, on to you. Well, you know, this is the episode of Q-Tips for uh, the weekend after uh, the 4th of July weekend. And so obviously, if you're like me, you went and watched the most patriotic film of all time about the 4th of July weekend. No, I'm not talking about Uncle Sam, which is a terrible movie. (laughs) I'm talking about Independence Day. And the movie I'm not going to recommend is actually isn't Independence Day. It is the movie that Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich made right before Independence Day. I am, of course, talking about 1994's Stargate. And if you're not familiar with Stargate, well, it's in the title. It's a gate, and it takes you across the universe <laughs> through the stars. There you go. Um, it's no, like it's, Sharknado of space movies. <laughs> exactly. It's it, it, the title. The title is all you really need to know. No, this one it it, it stars Kurt Russell. And James Spader as uh, two very different characters who uh, Kurt Russell is a uh, uh, an army colonel who is tasked with leading a mission through a Stargate that uh, the U.S. government has had for a while, but they've just figured out how to unlock. Or I th- actually, I think James Spader's character uh, uh, shows them how to unlock it. And then they go through it. And then uh, there are a lot of adventures in a crazy alien world. And there are a lot of really cool special effects that have actually aged pretty well, considering, you know, when this movie was made, it was right at kind of the dawn of using a lot of uh, CGI. And I actually don't think I think there's a lot of effects in this movie that aren't CGI, but they've still aged very well. So anyways, um, yeah, if you're into science fiction or fantasy films or action films, I highly recommend Surrogate. This is yet another one. I know I say this all the time. But, uh, you know, the last year or so has given me ample movie watching opportunity. So this is another movie that I I hadn't watched in a very, very long time. And I just watched it recently. And it does hold up. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, You know, Kurt Russell and James Spader, obviously, two great actors. They're great together. Uh, Also had a couple of characters that you may recognize uh, or a couple of actors you may recognize 
uh, Leon Rippey's in there, Eric Vari's in there, uh, Jaman Honsu, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, is in there. That was like the beginning of his career. But most importantly, uh, it also co-stars French Stewart as a uh, an army lieutenant, which um, I don't know, that probably the most unrealistic thing about the entire movie about people going through Stargate to another alien <laughs> world. So anyways, uh, yeah, Stargate is really on. I'm just kidding. I love you, French Stewart. Um, <laughs> totally, totally, take, uh, totally believe you as a macho army guy. It's currently on Netflix, the Roku channel, Hoopla, and Pluto TV. And I will say, if you're like me and you watch Stargate and you're like, wow, that was good. I want more. Uh, there is a, uh, I believe there are three television series. Just, just be happy with the movie. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't go watch the movie. Don't go watch the shows. I'm sure I'll get some angry letters or emails about this, but um, yeah, the the shows are not good. And in my opinion, they kind of shit all over everything that the movie set up. So stick with the movie if if you don't want your dreams crushed. Anyways, over to you, Renee. What's the what's the second thing you recommend that folks watch on streaming this weekend? I will also second Stargate. Um, anyway, so I was looking for more shark movies. And boy, it's really tough to find a good There's lots. Yeah. There's so many well, though. I should say one that you feel okay recommending to people because I will watch a lot of crap. But you know, you don't always feel good recommending crap to other people. You don't feel you don't feel good recommending Jaws the Revenge to people? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought about this movie, uh, Bait 3D, which was kind of well, it was bait parentheses 3d um which is kind of ridiculous sharks in the grocery store anyway but sharni vinson was in this movie and it reminded me of another movie she was in from 2013 it is a horror thriller directed by adam wingard and it's called your next and it is available on hulu and i will say from time to time i've seen it pop up on pluto so hang in there it might pop up on streaming so it's kind of focusing on Aaron, who is attending her boyfriend's family reunion. And the family's a bit estranged, but very wealthy. And everything seems to be going pretty well until they are attacked by a group of masked intruders. And there's a little bit of dark humor in there, um, maybe more so to people like us <laughs> versus other people. I don't know if you'll pick up on it or not. It is a slasher, though, so keep that in mind. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, there's just a lot, um, a strong female lead. It's, I think it's a kind of a fun, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but it's, you know, kind of an interesting take on a home invasion movie. Um, and I saw uh, one reviewer quoted that it brazenly merges the home invasion thriller with the dysfunctional family dramedy, which I thought was a great a great little synopsis of that movie. Anyway, it is called Your Next, and it is available on Hulu. Paul, what I do feel, you? Have? I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to second that re recommendation because I remember really liking this movie when it came out, but yeah. I actually don't remember very much about it. So I think uh, I think I'm going to be putting that on my list for the weekend. Yes, well, and well, you'll come I, back I can, and be like, "Wow, you're so right." <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can second or third it. So. <laughs> Yay! Well, see, now that's going to make Zach be like, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. it's it's, it's worth mind. checking out. It's Can't really good. good. I do uh -huh. have to recommend that. Um, Thanks. So, <laughs> uh, for my second film, my second film, uh, I'm taking us back to 19th century century Russia again. So this time we're going to actually go back a little bit further after that. Even though we're starting 19th century Russia, we're going to end up 
covering a full 300 years of Russian history. You're like, boy, this oh, sounds boy. like an exciting film, Ball. <laughs> no, it is. This is an amazing film. It's called Russian Ark from yes. 2002 uh, by Alexander Sokharov. It's on Hoopla, Canopy, and Fandor. Um, it occasionally shows up on Netflix, um, but currently Hoopla, Canopy, and Fandor. Russian Ark. So this is an amazing film. It... Uh, it, it starts with the narrator, who's basically the camera, and the European, a 19th century French noble. And they're going into the Winter Palace in St. Petersburg. And they actually do go into the Winter Palace, which is part of uh, the Hermitage uh, Museum in, in St. Petersburg, which I believe is like the largest museum in the world. And the entire film is a single shot. Um, no digital stitching together. This was done in one honest-to-God real take. Well, this was actually the fourth take. The first take lasted five minutes, mm-hmm. and they screwed up. The other two takes got pretty far in. They had technical difficulties. This mm-hmm. was their last take. They had four hours left before they're like, no, you cannot close down a huge section of one of the world's largest museums anymore, and they only had enough battery life to make it one more take. And they did this 96-minute film, one take. Oh, did I happen to mention there's also 2,000 costumed extras in this? Yeah. So they go through the Hermitage and as they're going through the, the Winter Palace, they go, they, they witness scenes from about 300 years of St. Petersburg's history, which sounds boring, but it is amazing. Beautifully shot, technically amazing. The, the building itself is gorgeous. The, the story is compelling. And the whole thing ends up with a recreation of the last czarist ball in the actual room where it occurred. Again, 2000 extras there were like three orchestras involved in this thing it is an, not it's it's amazing technically but also it's beautiful and and just it you cannot turn your eyes away from this thing so again that's called Russian Ark from 2002 it's playing on Hoopla Canopy and Fandor and i think are we fully around now did we cover all of us yeah i think we did yeah. yeah i think that's it and i i will i will uh reiterate that uh that recommendation Re- russian arc is one of those movies where it's it's such a well-made movie or it's so engrossing that you i i mean i, uh, I originally you know read about it because of the i don't want to say it's a gimmick but you know it's kind of a gimmick saying it's uh, the movie was shot in one take so that's right. what made me yeah. want to check it out and after about five or ten minutes i completely forgot uh, about that just because i was so engrossed with what was going on um then you go back and watch it and like the scenes like the ballroom scenes like i, I don't know i don't know how the city cam guy managed to <laughs> uh he, he, like going down the stairs you know these these giant stairs with like all these like ornately costumed people around you i, I don't know um, it's one of those movies where you have to imagine that the you know obviously the director and and all were, were really talented, but they obviously had a uh, a crack crew to pull that off. So yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. Though there is one extra in the ball scene who stares right at the camera, and I want to punch him. Oh, like you, dick. But yeah, well, otherwise it, it, being enough. Russia, being Russia, Putin probably had him murdered after that. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> there were there were now I I said there was no digital stitching. They did remove like some objects. I think. Uh, you know, <laughs> in post, and there was they they would speed up or slow down some scenes, so it's not like it's completely, you know, but it, it's it is definitely one continuous shot, you know, so it's not stitched together. So yeah, yeah, 
pretty cool. Well, believe it or not, this whole podcast was one continuous take, but uh, I think we're running out of steam here because we've run out of recommendations. <laughs> so have. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna have to leave it there. Um, Paul, do you have any songs to go well, out on? I was gonna on? say, did anybody else have any songs they want to go out on? Because I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. Uh, oh no, please. but I was hoping no. you know all the lyrics to Goonies are good enough. No, but I, I have been. I, look, I've been practicing. It's a it's a Russian folk song because I figured I had the two <gasps> Russian things. So uh, bear with oh me. Boy. I think I've got this right. All right, take it away. All right, here we go. Somebody once <laughs> told me the world was gonna roll. I ain't even cool in the chair. She was like kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. And once again, if you weren't keeping track, here are all of our picks for the weekend of July 9th, 2021. Paul recommended Vi, which is available on Tubi, and Russian Ark, which is on Hoopla, Canopy, and Fandor. Renee suggested Sharknado, which is currently available on Prime Video, the Roku channel, and Hoopla. And You're Next, which is available on Hulu, DirecTV, and Epix. I recommended Stargate, which is currently streaming on Netflix, the Roku channel, Hoopla, and Pluto TV, and an assortment of Richard Donner films, specifically Superman and The Goonies, which are currently streaming on HBO Max, and Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, one of the most beloved episodes ever of The Twilight Zone, and one of about half a dozen that Richard Donner directed, and The Twilight Zone is currently streaming on Hulu and Paramount+. Plus. And of course, there are a bunch of other movies that Richard Donner directed that are true classics. So, you know, honestly, just go to his IMDb page, uh, see where some of his stuff is streaming and make a weekend of it. 